to another episode of The Shine Podcast. I'm your host, Shauna Starr, and today we're going to be talking about setting healthy expectations. Before we dive in, though, I really want to preface this with a few things that I stumbled across while digging into the word expectation, because a lot of people have a ton of opinions about it, and most of them have this negative connotation around the word expectation. So first, we don't serve or love with expectations of receiving back when it's somebody who's not in our inner circle. Meaning if we're out donating or giving our time and energy just to serve, we are not receiving something back and expecting to receive something back. And so that is not what I'm talking about. Today what I'm gonna be talking about is love within our inner circle, which is our significant others, our parents, and our friends who we consider to be very close-knit friends. I'll talk about this more, but with love with our inner circle and the people that we consider to be our family, without some reciprocation over time, even if the reciprocation is just appreciation, without that it depletes us and leaves us feeling drained, like I said, depleted, and often leads us to not having a standard of respect depending on the level of relationship between us. So when giving or serving, like I said, there's no need to expect. We should give with the hope of just showing kindness. But with our inner circle, reciprocation is a must, even if it's not coming back the same way. It's one way to create a healthy boundary, healthy relationships, and self-respect because we cannot continually give with nothing in return ever. So when I talk about expectations within the relationships, I'm talking about, again, that inner circle, all the people we consider family. It's an important distinction to make before I go on because if they're just acquaintances or people that we're serving, open communication is usually not there quite as much, right? We don't have that deeper relationship. So they're not part of that give and take daily that we need and desire. And the reason I mentioned that is because I was told in the not too distant past that by somebody who knows me very well that I have forced acquaintances in my head to be a higher level of friends than is warranted. And when they haven't met my expectations in the past of friendship, the ideal in my mind, I've gotten very hurt. And this is something that I immediately screenshot when I was texting and I kept. And also it kind of made me cry. But we often make people who are or should be just acquaintances and people that we care about, but they're not in our inner circle, and we make them out to be more in our minds. And this is where expectations can lead to being hurt. That doesn't mean I shouldn't hold dear friends to a level of good character. It means I need to choose more wisely the people I give those titles to, the title of my inner circle. And we all have expectations, even to the people who may be listening and go, nope, I do not have expectations because when you have expectations, you get disappointed. Yes, even to those people. Because even though you might not admit it, they might be things unspoken or sometimes even unaware of until our feelings are hurt, our needs are not met, or maybe you find yourself upset or emotional because of a specific circumstance. Most of the time, we tend to assume that our partner, friend, parents, kids know these expectations or should know. This is what ultimately will lead to miscommunication and unmet needs in the future. Now, I understand it's not always fun to share what expectations you have for a trip or gifts or words you need or what love language needs to be fulfilled and how, but the more you are willing to share kindly, the more needs can be met and there's still plenty of ways to do them and receive them as a surprise. 
So there's actually a couple different ways that I'm going to talk about that are easy solutions. And I tried them as soon as I was researching them. So the first thing that I've been doing for a long time that I suggest is to ask your significant other what you can do for them, maybe for that week to make their week easier, better, less stress, what expectations they have that maybe you can help with. And being it's such a broad question, most of the time partners may not say anything specific for you to help, but it does help them feel heard and that somebody is helping them and wants to help and it can help alleviate all of that stress for the week. We also personally make sure to chat ahead about different meals that we're serving, being that we live an hour away from one another whenever we're at each other's houses that's the person that that is cooking or we decide that we're gonna go out. So it's just one way to have open communication about what we are expecting. The other thing that you can do for not just your significant other, but especially if you're going to be having an event like holidays, Christmas especially is where I tried this out. So what I did was I texted my mom and I said, what are your expectations and hopes while we are visiting you in Phoenix? And I really meant it. I wanted to know what would make her the happiest so that we don't skip over those things. So I wanna make sure she feels happy and that her expectations were met. And also it's a good way then to express your needs too, but not until you listen first. And at first she didn't have much to say, but when she asked me and I was more clear about what my expectations were, then it opened up a conversation of, you know what, these are some things that she wanted as well. And that's exactly what I wanted. It first allowed her to speak so that I could just listen and then she reciprocated that so I could speak as well. And it was a perfect way to pave a way so that there wasn't any letdowns during vacation between us because it was spoken about what was most important to make sure that we make time for. So of course I did this for my significant other as well for the holidays and he surprised me with what was most important to him during the trip and that's what I think is important about it because you might be surprised what their expectations and hopes are for an event, the holidays, a trip, or even the week. So it's just an easy way for you guys to open up communication. And it's a simple thing that you can do, not just for big holidays and events, but just weekly so that you can help each other out and serve one another in just simple but easy ways. Oftentimes we might have an idea, our own idea and perspective of what's important for the other person for a said week or trip. But if we don't listen and open up the communication to other people involved, that's actually when somebody can be let down get angry, get upset, and even unintentionally hurt them when we don't want to. Another good thing that comes from this is setting expectations together. You might have completely different ideas, and especially if you have kids, you might have to find a compromise in what is actually doable on the trip. Because if somebody was like, yeah, I'm gonna read all day every day, well, that doesn't leave a lot of family time. So it's a great way to really set healthy expectations so that you're not upset and you go into whatever that event, week, holiday, with clear expectations and a joyful heart because you know what you're going to get out of it. I've heard a lot of people say, and I will say it's mostly women, that they don't feel like they should have to communicate their needs or they don't want to and they shouldn't have to because their loved one should just do it because they love them or they should know because of the hints. And I get it. I've been there where your expectation is that the other person should know because they love you. But that's not reality. 
And if it's the first reason that you don't communicate because you don't want to or want to seem needy, that's why I open about up about the other person's expectations before I express mine. It allows them to speak up. So I have the opportunity to listen before I even expect them to listen to what's important to me. And that's about not being too needy. We all do have needs and that just creates a healthy environment. The other reason, like I said, is if you feel that you shouldn't have to, that the other person should just do it. That actually reminds me of a series from Mark Gungor, who I've mentioned before in a marriage counseling class called Laugh Your Way to a Better Marriage, where part of the segment basically talks about how sometimes, mostly women, assume their partner should just do it because they love them. They should pick up the laundry because they love you. But there's no way for your partner to know exactly what you're expecting if you're not willing to express your expectations in a clear, kind manner. You can't possibly think that your partner will understand, especially on how differently we all communicate. I know in some magical fairyland, we just want our partners to know what we want and how they can help and make us feel loved. But if we just learn to communicate, it's a much healthier way to navigate through expectations and experiences also everyday life like that laundry that I mentioned and maybe that sounds like a bit like a drag because if you have to ask exactly for what you want you might think it might take out the element of surprise but an example of this for me personally is for my birthday so this year I decided that instead of a gift I wanted an experience which he then planned and it was wonderful and he let me decide which I wanted But I did say, because I'm not going to be opening something on my birthday, something that has always been important to me is to have a card with meaningful words. Just meaningful words. Actually, not even a card. It can be a piece of paper that you ripped out of a notebook. That I'm not too picky about. But I just like to open something where I feel loved. Clearly, words of affirmation are important to me. It didn't need to be 18 pages about the love that he feels for me, but it's something that I appreciate. And how would he possibly know, especially because we only started dating this year, that something like that is what's really going to make me feel cared about on the day of my birthday? He wouldn't. There's no way. And when he listened, I felt heard. He did exactly that. He gave me a lovely letter and he actually did it even on a different day, which was definitely a surprise. And what he wrote, even more of a surprise. I did have an expectation and there was a time in that moment where I felt needy for asking for what I wanted. But to me, my needs were met and it helped create a healthy communication and healthy expectations of one another. Now, don't get that confused. I don't have expectations of people who aren't going to be forever or at least long lasting in my life. If I just have an acquaintance in my life and I meet up for them and they ditch out, not going to be as angry because my expectation isn't as high for them. They're not in my inner circle and people that I trust consistently. And yes, I've made mistakes in that too, like I said earlier, and I've gotten let down. But having reasonable expectations of people in your life is good and healthy, as long as you're giving too. And it's all about giving and receiving. And sometimes in life, we're going to be giving a lot more. And there will be sometimes in life when we're a lot more receptive to receiving. But to have none on either of those sides in a relationship, or either, is eventually detrimental to the relationship. And clarifying this isn't just gifts. I'm not going to give a bunch of gifts and expect a bunch of gifts back. It's service, words of affirmation, gifts, quality time, and touch. 
And normally with the people in that inner circle of yours, you should know what their love language is and how they receive love. Just like I expect my significant other to be good to me, to give back, even if it's in a completely different way, to care and to make us a priority. Notice I didn't say the only priority, but a relationship is a priority. It's the one-sided expectations that get you in trouble. Because when I read words like, if you expect nothing from anybody, you'll never be disappointed. It sounds pretty angry to me and lets me know that there's some healing that needs to be done and maybe discernment about who we are expecting things from as well. There's a difference in not taking offense to clients who choose to go with somebody else, an acquaintance that lets you down, than the people you could call in that circle of trust. And they definitely have to earn that spot. So just think of probably the many times we have all heard someone in a relationship say, I give and I give and I give, and I just don't give anything back. They feel their needs have not been met. This could be true and a true fact that it is not being appreciated and reciprocated in any way. Maybe they are 100% giving and getting nothing back. Or it could also be that they lack the communication and how their needs feel met from the relationship. And either one of those is very important to have a distinction in because one, we should have the discernment then to not continually give to somebody who never gives back but always takes from us. And if it's the other one, we need to learn how to communicate how we feel loved. So just wait before you go over to your significant other and tell them how you and your needs aren't being met, which is not the point, by the way. Start by asking what you can do to help their needs being met this week, upcoming vacation, or an expectation that they have to do even for their weekend off. And then start to ask those questions to other people who are in your inner circle too, to help communication build and expectations be seen as something in a positive way that we can impact the loved ones around us and show them love where it really counts. As if that was not enough to talk about, let's just quick chat about expectations within yourself. A lot of times we are our biggest critics, the conversations we have about our bodies, what we're doing, our decisions, it's never enough. But I'm reminded that there's nothing in nature that blooms all year long and we can't think we should either. I know that's way easier said than done and day in and day out, we talk negatively to ourselves. And I know there's gonna be times where we give more and there's times where we receive more. And I fully believe in continuing to better ourselves for our health, wisdom, knowledge, and progress in life. But there are days where it's acceptable to have expectations just to have the needs be done for the day, and that's more than enough. Effort is expected from myself, but perfection is never the goal. So a solution that I found that I have implemented and helped me that I'm going to share is at the beginning of the week, I have the important things down each day, what needs to get done, and then the whole week I go through and write down five things a day I can get done. And yes, I realize some days there are like 87,000 and there's some days where you're like, I don't want to do any, but write down what needs to get done that day and try to limit it as much as possible to the very important five-ish things. And then if you do have energy for more, great. So things like even grocery shopping, working out, work, read, errands, pick up kids, whatever that looks like and fill out that weekly calendar. You won't always hit the five, like I said, and some days you'll do a lot more than that. But 
It's a super useful way to one, get organized, of course, to see progress and see what you're actually accomplishing. So maybe inside you feel a little bit better. And three, you give yourself a break. If I got the things that needed to get done with my deadlines, I can have healthy expectations of what I'm able to do. And I even make sure that my daily list includes things like reading. It's important for the spark of creativity for like this podcast right here. And it helps to see that we sometimes need to give ourselves more grace, that we are accomplishing the things that need to be done in a day because most of us have things that absolutely need to get done that day. Then as you look back over it, you'll see the things that you were able to do that were unnecessary, the things that you should be adding in that spark joy, creativity, help encourage and motivate you, whether that's working out, reading, etc., and just gives you that grace that you are doing enough. And yes, even on the days where you decide you're not going to do the five things, it's still enough. Expectations are healthy in all parts of life, as long as they're set in boundaries and set up for the right people in your life and give some grace for mistakes and setbacks. Yes to yourself and yes to the people that love you because they're still human and going to make mistakes. Having no expectations often leads to us getting hurt and feeling like our plate is always full until we have that conversation of what's on somebody else's plate too. It allows us to communicate our needs and the people we care about to better give to them because it is something that they need when they've told us that and not just what they we think they need and vice versa. The time to be careful with expectations are simply with people who aren't in your inner circle and don't deserve that part of you. Give to them a joyful heart without needing anything in return. But as far as your inner circle goes, your significant other and close friends and family, open the communication of how to grow to better serve in a way they need. If their needs are met, more than likely they're going to want to serve you in a way that your needs are met. And as always, keep shining. Before you click on the next episode, I want to let you know how you can now help support the Shine podcast. To keep these episodes coming and getting new interviews and growing, you now can use the app Buy Me a Coffee to go directly to support this podcast. Simply head over to the show notes or you can head to www.buymeacoffee.com forward slash Shine Shana Star. And that is S-H-A-N-N-A. So again, buymeacoffee.com forward slash Shine Shana Star. Thank you so much.